Hey crew, back on the Lift It podcast. Um, I got lovely Nico. Is that how I said? Yeah, Nico so. joined me today, so I'll let you introduce yourself. Beautiful. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm Nico. Um, I'm a health coach for Revolution Health Coaching, which is my only my sole run business, which is awesome. Uh, been in the industry for about over nine years now. Started um, as a personal trainer. Just worked my way through the gyms. Worked, got myself up to management, um, and then yeah, basically went back into study. Got my nutrition under my belt, and yeah, basically created my little business and. Here we are, which is yeah, awesome. So yeah, it. loving it. What's been some of your I suppose, highlights of the nine years? Oh God, there's, there's been a few actually. I guess um, main highlights was actually completing my studies, I think in a sense. Um, I always struggled through high school and stuff, actually being able to commit myself to studying all the rest of it. So actually yeah. doing my qualifications in itself was a major highlight. Um, have worked with over you know hundreds of people. That's just a highlight in itself, being able to you know see so many different walks of life, um, male, female, all different, you know, um, requirements and you know little areas that need to be targeted and that sort of thing that's been a major highlight is just sort of you know working with so many different people um yeah I've done heaps of different things which has been awesome so yeah just heaps of um sort of weight loss journeys that we've achieved all together um yeah it's been great yeah love that and uh i suppose like what got you into it was it like a uh, love for sport at the beginning or was it like a Want to challenge yourself or... So it was funny because I, um, growing up, I wasn't a very sporty kid, to be honest with you. Um, I was kind of, you know, pushed into doing sport by my parents just to kind of see what areas I loved. And I think the only sport I genuinely loved growing up was playing basketball. I played basketball for quite a few years. Yeah. Um, but then it was funny. I went after, you know, turning 18, 19, you kind of get into that mode of just partying and, you know, not really looking after yourself and all the rest of it. And, um, kind of got to a point where I was like, yeah, no, time to sort of crunch down and sort of put myself first, I guess, in that sense. So I actually took myself through a major weight loss and lifestyle transformation myself. Um, lost sort of about 16 kilos when yeah, I was wow. about 19. Yeah. Uh, didn't drink for like two years. Like just yeah. went on a full, just absolute detox. Um, yeah. yeah, and it was just funny that it turned, I turned a passion of mine into something that's now my, my, my occupation, my job, my passion, I guess now. It's hard to call it work when it's not. I don't feel like I'm ever working. Yeah, exactly, um, yeah. Which is a great feeling. So yeah, I just kind of turned that love for it into... To where I am now, which is awesome. So kind of guiding people through through the same sort of journeys that I've been on, which has been good. Yeah, yeah. love it. And you're with um, last time we caught up, you're with AIF. Um, yeah. You're with them for a few years, is that right? I was there, I was with them for about fourteen months. Yeah. yeah. So um, basically, was at um, I was actually working at a fruit and veg gro- um, grocer for a while while I was studying. Yeah. So I just kind of went for that casual job. Um, whilst I got my nutrition qualifications under my belt. And then, yeah, stepped into AIF, which was quite a uh, weird, surreal experience because obviously did my qualifications through them about nine yeah. years ago. So to do that full sort of 180 and get back there on the other yeah. side of the counter was a good feeling. Um, but, yeah, I think that was – working for them was one of the best things I ever did because I just created so many amazing relationships in the industry. Networks. Yeah. And it just – you know, networking is such an important thing, um, especially when you are your, a sole trader, I guess, in the sense. You're having to sort of find different people and find different ways that you can make your business – most beneficial I guess in the sense yes. uh, yeah. one of the first meetings that I went to was actually with my now business coach I've been working with for over a year and he's amazing um, so I've been working with him you know I got to meet yourself yeah. um, made so many sort of relationships which is awesome so now he just kind of keeps rolling yeah oh, love that and uh, I suppose what do you find because you've been in the industry for a while now what do you find most people like um, the most challenging thing to grasp onto in the industry in other words like what do you think there's some big failures people fail at in terms of the, the people that are working in the industry or the people that are sort of, um, I guess, on their own sort of journey in, ten, in the sense uh, of in the, in the um, PT industry. PT industry. Yeah. Um, it's funny because, I mean, what I was taught nine years ago as opposed to what's being taught now is so completely different. So it's good that the, um, you know, the RTOs have really caught on to sort of what 
where we, where we're at sort of you know in this day and age you know COVID and all the rest of it we yeah. can't be expecting that what would work nine years ago is going to work now yeah exactly but I yeah. think the most problematic areas is that people just kind of step in and just think that they know it all from the get go when what mm. they really need to realise is that upskilling is the biggest thing that you've got to know knowledge is power mm. and you'll forever be learning I guess I feel like sometimes you're going to forever be a student to the industry I guess in a sense because yeah. there's so many things that you need to know um, but it's just getting that support behind you. So I guess, you know, from the get-go, stepping in and just knowing that you, if you have someone behind you backing what you're doing and giving you the tools and the systems to be able to be successful, then you will be 100%. So you can go in blind if you want to, but then it's, I, you know, I found that I was sort of, I took so much, it took so much longer for me to grasp how to run a business by thinking that I could do it all on my own rather than just kind of surrendering to the fact that I'm like, you know what, I probably need a little bit of support here and that mm. just kick-started everything 10 times quicker. Which was yeah, awesome. heck yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, one of my first uh, proper mentors was uh, the last job I worked at before I started personal training. I did a transition for like about three months when I was personal training from that job. Yeah. And um, uh, I heard a story that the, the guy who owned the company, he had 13 years ago, he couldn't pay his kids' school fees. Right. Um, he was just a car salesman. And then now his company at the time, uh, it's worth a lot more now, but at the time it was uh, three quarters of a billion dollar company uh, over 13 years. And I remember sitting down and just asking him like, how'd you do it? And he's like, meditation, Tony Robbins. And kind of that's what kind of pulled me through personal training was, uh, you know, being able to go, cool, like, can you be yourself and can you actually enjoy what you're doing yeah. and actually love it and then be open to learn? Because yeah. a lot of people aren't. I think that's uh, that's where a lot of people fail is they're like, like you said, they're just going, no, I know what I'm doing. And it's like, oh, you know, if you take advice from here and there, you can actually get go a long way. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I think it's so true. And, you know, they just kind of, just having a mentor and even if it's just, on the life side of things, you know, life coaching, or even if yeah. it's you know for your business or whatever it is, you're gonna you're gonna succeed no matter what because you know it's like they say with anything, those areas that you don't know, find someone else that knows how to do it and help them complement that area. I guess in that sense. So yeah, you're so right. It makes a hell of a lot of a difference. You know, yeah. you get that support behind you. 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. Like there's a, lot, there's a lot of people that even um, I think something I learned from Tony Robbins is really good was. Uh, the quality of your life is determined by the questions you ask. And the more questions you ask, uh, you know, particularly if it's business related or client related, things like that. And it's just, it just helps build levels upon levels of where you want to go. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I think one major thing is, I think with the industry, especially with Perth being so small, like it's funny when you've worked in the industry for like, and as you know, like working in the industry for this long, the same people kind of are in the industry, you know, the yeah. ones that are, you know, that solid force that, you know, love and this is their bread and butter and this yeah, is everything. Yeah, exactly. We're all still here. Yeah. Um, so it's funny, people kind of go into the industry thinking that it's going to be competition and that it's going to be people that, you know, going to be, you're going to be working and grinding against the person next to you to hustle harder than them and all the rest yeah. of it. But it's not like that at no, all. No, not really. Not Everyone's at all. individual. Like, and that's something I learned with clients is there's just personalities you can't work with. Yeah. And, you know, your best mate is a coach as well. We'll probably work really great with them. <laughs> like, 100%. Yeah. So you I think that's so to, true. You got to be able to know when to refer on to. Exactly. Well, yeah. And especially, you know, knowing what's within your scope, what's not within your scope. Don't yeah. just take it on because you think you can. Whereas, you know, at the end of the day, you're it's someone's life that you're working with here. Yeah. It's not just, a, you know, it's just not just a number and a, an income at the end of the day. That's yeah. you're messing with their life. So it's kind of, yeah, like you say, if you don't know if it's something out of your scope, refer on to the next person that you know that can do it properly. So, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, my one's probably the young females <laughs> that mm. like come and they're like, I don't, I want to look like this girl on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, well, depends how much you know steroids you want to run and yeah. you know, how much fucking training you want to do, but if we can get you there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh wait, what? <laughs> it's that social media thing now is yeah. like I think COVID. Yeah, everyone's now sort of sitting behind their phone so much more, and Instagram. Yeah, just, I mean, Instagram's just blown up. I think 
the good mm. thing is if you know like for myself working as a solely mostly online business yeah. Instagram really is your everything I guess in yeah. a sense because it's your network marketing and it's everything's there yeah. but there are those um, social trends and all the rest of it those influencers like to put out there that kind of create this idea that it's all really easy and you just kind oh of God, the daily yeah. workouts and the, um, the abs I just can't <laughs> abs it's, it makes it so much harder for us as coaches because we're having to really reshape that mindset being like that is not reality yeah <laughs> let's, yeah, let's just kind of yeah, hone back into what's real and what's not yeah, yeah exactly and that's because uh, when you started Instagram and for social media would have been very minimal back then, wouldn't it? Oh, well, when I, well, as in like on a business side or Instagram? And, uh, oh, myself. like uh, nine years ago. Oh, yeah. Instagram wasn't a thing, not, or it was, yeah. but it was like... It's very infant. It's, yeah, it wasn't a thing. Like yeah, Facebook had only really just, like Facebook was the thing to go with. Yeah. Um, now that's kind of flipped into Instagram and Facebook's kind of phasing out, I guess, in that yeah. sense. Still good, but Instagram... Funny how it's owned by the same company. They're just like, this one is shit now, don't use it. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Well, that's yeah. the thing, and I think, I think it's, you know, just the younger generations start to kind of go through, you know, everything's a photo now. And, you know, like, it's funny, I've, like, I've got a, my sister's going on, what, 18, and, you know, we talk about Facebook, and she's like, what? Like, you know, talk about Facebook, and yeah. Instagram, and Snapchat, TikTok, everything's yeah. photos, <laughs> yeah, and TikTok as yeah. well. So I'm not really delving into that world, thank God, but, you yeah, know, it's just crazy how, yeah, different generations, different social media trends, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, for sure. I found that, because uh, I think I jumped on, I was listening to Gary Vee once, like, it was, what are they, like, 2000. Beginning in 2019, I jumped on TikTok um, and just started posting the exact same stuff I post on Instagram, like just educational stuff. And yeah. account managed to actually blow up, which is really good. And got a lot of uh, got a lot of leads out of it over the last couple of years, two years, two years, three years. Got a lot of leads out of it. But um, something that he said that really clicked with me is um, when you find new new platforms that. Uh, mainly used by younger users. Think of it the same way Commonwealth Bank looks at primary schools. So Commonwealth Bank, or like, sorry, banks look at primary schools, and in particular Commonwealth Bank in Australia, is that they go to primary schools and educate kids about banking with mm. them so they can create future clients. So it's like, when you find anything with a young generation, you want to be able to feed them because in five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, those are people who want to want your services. 100%. So like, yeah. That's a really but, good way of putting it, actually. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people, and this is what happened with Instagram, right, is that when it first came out, no one wanted to use Instagram because it was just young people posting dumb photos, what they thought. And now, you know, nine, ten years later, it's the main source of revenue. Exactly. So, yeah, so it always, it always comes back around some way because those people that are young eventually... Pay bills. Yeah, no, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, and obviously they're going to be the next leading generation. I guess. In yeah. That sense. So if that's going to be their platform, we need to almost feed it into the into that area. I guess in that sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and so I always thought that was fascinating looking at it like that because I, don't, you know, you don't think of it when you're in primary school and the bank comes in and goes, "Oh, open up a, a coins." Combank account, and, yeah. yeah, and then you're like, oh, I'm actually they're breeding customers. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or you obviously go with what your parents have obviously guided you to do as well. Which yeah. Is good. So regardless, you're going to go with one or the other. So yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's mad. Um, but yeah, going back to it, like how much social media shapes it, uh, especially, I suppose, you probably experienced a lot of young women, is mm-hmm. they, they show you a picture like, I want to look like this, and it's like, you probably won't ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, like I said, you're yeah, reshaping that sort of mindset that's around it because it's, you know, when it floods people's news feeds all day, that there's obviously it's going to create that mindset that that's reality, yeah. I guess, in a sense. So, you know, when you start to, you know, look more into the pages where they are authentic, real people, that you kind of go, oh, what? Yeah, it, 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 it trips them out a little bit. So yeah, it's um, it's a hard one. I was thinking about this the other day. Actually, I was driving around somewhere and I was thinking about how the people that seem really nice on social media are usually cunts. Yeah. And then the people that probably don't seem that nice on social media are probably 
really nice people. In yeah, person. exactly. Yeah. People that, or people that are extrovert on, on Instagram may actually be more of an introvert when you meet them in person. Big time. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot, especially with like, you know, fitness influencers or um, people that have a big following. They're very introverted in person because I suppose that's their mask. Mm. Um, uh, something that I've always tried to do is I just... I talk exactly how I do in person yep. there and post the same. What you say is what you get. Yeah, yeah, people. A lot of time, people don't like it, but that's okay. You just fucking carry on. <laughs> that's, but that's that's the world. That's the way it is. At the end of the day, people yeah. love you or hate you. It's just yeah. you, as long as you're you true to yourself, yeah, and you're 100%, happy. Then yeah. you can't. You've been 100 percent honest, so you yeah. can't really go wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I think that's the big thing. Is uh, you know, particularly for that younger generation, they really fear not being liked. It's like, it's okay if people don't like you. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. it's, it, it's a, and I think we've all been there. I mean, I went to an all girls school, so you can understand oh, what that, yeah. um, that pressure is at the end of the day. Wanting you want, wanting to fit in, want everyone to like you, you want to kind of be a people pleaser. I definitely did that. I just tried mm. to almost like, you know, it's kind of having acquaintances everywhere and making sure you're keeping everyone happy. But then as you get older, that care, just, you know, I just don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I've got too drama. much on my plate to give yeah. a shit about what people think about me at the end of the day. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's, um, I think if you got yeah. that much, to, like if you care that much about other what other people think, you probably got. And again, this goes back to being high school and stuff, but you probably got extended amount of time on your hand because as you get busy, you just the things you care about come less and less. Yeah, exactly. And I think <laughs> yeah. yeah, you um, there's the, you know you kind of put you know those people into one category or one box, but I think it's a lot of the people that do like we say present themselves a lot on that, that social media, and it's mm. all about you know will, the likes and will people you know accept me for doing it this way and following the trends and all the rest of it. But yeah, yeah. when you say when you're busy and you've got something that you're passionate about and that's your driving force yeah. at the end of the day, you just got blinkers on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Who cares? Yeah. yeah, and exactly that. What we're saying about those type of particularly in the fitness industry, the type of people that you know really want to be liked is that they really want the likes, they really want the comments, they really want the shares. So. They post anything and everything to get that. Yep. And that's where it falls into that misconception or miseducation that people read that or see that and go, oh, this is fact. And it's like, oh, maybe not. Maybe they're just doing it just to get likes. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's what you got to... Yeah, you got to look at what's real and what's not, I guess, in that sense. Are people doing it for the payment of Instagram and getting those followers and all the rest yeah. of it? Or are people actually genuinely giving a shit about your health? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Or are they doing it for a paid promotion? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, so it's, um, it's a tough world. Yeah, yeah, and that's what we have to battle for. As that's real yeah, coaches. well, we're, we're real, and you know, yeah. we're trying to create that you know that real healthy mindset. Coaches. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, first world problems. That's the way. I know, right? Yeah, and uh, what was your, I suppose, like some of your experiences early on? Because um, you said you started working in the gym. Was it roughly about nine years ago? Is that right? Yeah. So yeah. as soon as I stepped out of AIF, worked. I went straight to Good Life. Worked for them for two and a half years. Um, then did a bit of work with Lorna Jane actually was, um, was their ambassador for WA for a little while, which was good. Yeah. Worked my way out through the stores and then left there when it, uh, club managed uh, an anytime fitness and then left there when and worked at the fruit and veg market whilst I studied, yeah. um, still obviously did some stuff on the side and then, yeah, basically stepped out of there, went into AIF and just, yeah, it was like I said, just had this epiphany moment one day and went, I'm going to start a business. So it was kind of almost yeah. that side hustle, a side hustle in the beginning, but now it's just kind of. Taking full, over full stream. Full yeah. stream. Now it's my full income, which is awesome. Yeah, so, yeah. love it. And the, the cool thing about that is it's, uh, once you get that, it's like, you know, you're the only person responsible for your income. It's yeah. wild. It's yeah. a wild feeling. Like, to not have a like to not have someone, like, not, not, not that I've ever been micromanaged, but, like, not having to answer to anyone yeah. other yeah, than yourself you. all day, yeah. which, you know, on the flip side, <laughs> can be a tough thing because you've got to have some mad discipline. Like, yeah. get up at the same time. Do you, like, your, you have got to have a routine. Otherwise, it's very easy to just cruise with the day and yeah. get nothing done but um yeah lucky it's when it's 
you know, you've obviously got a good clientele and all the rest of it, you know, work backs up. It's not a case of you don't do it and it just goes away. It's yeah. a case of you don't do it, you've got more to do than Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. yeah. There's no one else to call on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got no one else to sort of handle or delegate yeah. this to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, is your partner in a similar industry or? No, he's actually in finance. Yeah, nice. He's different, which is good, yeah. but no, he's um, well, very... He's in books. Yeah, yeah, you can do my bookkeeping. Yeah. Um, no, more, more like mortgage side of things in terms of sort of housing finances and stuff. So, yeah. um, but he's very active. He plays, you know, he plays a lot of football in terms of soccer, as, he likes, as we like to call it. Um, but very active, which is good. So yeah, we kind of go hand in hand in that sense. Where you know, well, we like between we went to the gym last night. We just you know, it's a good feeling to be able to kind of do it with your partner. I guess yeah. in that sense, you know, you can really motivate each other. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I definitely go a lot harder when I've got him breathing down my neck. Yeah. You can do better than that. So <laughs> yeah, which is good. Uh, and what I was getting to with that is a, it's something that a lot of people miss is you know whether it's a fitness goal or you know a business goal, you got to have someone uh, who you're in your relationship with, or intimate relationship, with, even family and friends. Or in your environment that support it, or do something similar. Because if they don't, it makes it really, really hard. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's um, it's really funny that you say that. We've um, we've been doing this sort of self. It's like it's called a self discovery course type thing at the moment. It's about sort of really um, honing in on your you know your interpersonal skills and all the rest of it. But it, a big focus of it was having people around you, like you say, that either support like one hundred and ten percent will support you and obviously mm. push you to do better, or have people around you that are on the same sort of path or working towards that same sort of goal so yeah. that you guys are uplifting each other and motivating each other at the end of the day. So it's like, I think the um, one of the key quotes was, you know, if you hang out with 10 successful people, like you'll be the 11th, but if you hang out with, you know, 10 drop kicks, you're going to be the 11th type thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's... It's a boring drop kick. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, very, yeah, very important that, you know, like you say, surrounded by people that will continuously push you to kind of get to that next level, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a big difference. And like, uh, I get that with a lot of clients... Particularly, I suppose, uh, the older, when I say older, like, you know, the ones that are married with kids and have been doing the same thing for 20 odd years and they get finally into working towards their fitness goals and their husband or wife, whichever they got, is just doesn't want to do any of it. Yeah. So it makes it very difficult for them. So it's like, you've really got to shape that environment first before you can go full heart into anything. 110%. Yeah. And it's a case of, you know, if they're not going to, if they don't want to do it, that's fine, but at least have them supporting you I guess in the yeah. sense of being of, of you quit being you know working towards a better person or working towards a better goal of your business or whatever it is because yeah if you've got someone pulling you down it's never going to work yeah exactly never going to work yeah yeah um, and what do you what do you think some big changes are from like when you first started in the industry up to now um, so one of the biggest changes I've noticed is obviously the online component yeah so obviously back in the day online coaching was kind of a thing but it really wasn't as much as it is now and mm. obviously you know as we know going into lockdown for so long and, you know, gyms locking down, you know, I, that still baffles me. I can't understand how we got, you know, gyms got locked down during COVID and all the rest yeah. of it. This, that should have been the one area that was actually yeah. pushed because yeah. it's our health and that's what's going to keep us, you know, healthy and alive. Amazing that, eh? I still, yeah, still blows my mind. The only healthy thing you could do was just inject a vaccine in your body. Yeah, 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 yeah that's, um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's just not even think about our, <laughs> not think about our, um, our health and obviously, you know, keeping fit and obviously putting good nutrients into our body and all the rest of it. Don't worry about that. No, don't worry about sunlight. Either. Yeah, no, we'll stay indoors. Yeah. Just um, stay indoors. <laughs> topic, yeah, political topic of the year. God. Um, it's so, it's but so yeah, the online component. <laughs> yeah, it's mad. But yeah, the online component is definitely something that's taken off. Um, I think, yeah, there's so much more investment into people going into more online. And I think the fact that people, there's so many, people now know they can train, like they can do it on their own, you know, like if you've got a coach that can 110% keep you accountable, you can do it all on your own, you just need to make sure that you're doing it with the right person, I guess, yes, in a sense. So like for myself, 
like with my online clients, I run it all through my app. So they've got, you know, all we tra- all our check-ins, you know, fortnightly, um, all of their training, all of their meal plans, all of yeah. their, everything's done through the app. So there is nothing that they can do that I won't know that, that what they're yes. doing. I guess yeah. unless they, you know, don't tell me, but nine times out of 10 in that check-in, I'll get it out of them. So it's good in that sense where the, the online world is moving with the times, I guess yeah. in that sense. Yeah. Um, and I just think the, the access of knowledge that's out there, like I, there was so many upskilling courses out there back in the day but now you can literally learn about any single thing that you want to. It's, all it's yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah. So like any sort of like, I guess I always used to say back at AIF, you know, to the students, making sure that you find your niche, finding that target area that you want to sort of hone into because you yeah. can't be a caterer to everyone at the end of the day. Big time. Yeah. And if you find that niche, 110%, you will find the courses that you need to, to make yourself that 10 steps in front, I guess, of the others. Yeah. Yourself ahead, which is good. So I think that's, a, yeah, that's been a massive massive improvement which is good yeah just the amount of information like you said because even when I started would be in August would have been six years ago when I first like started PT um, the amount of courses that were available was pretty much you know that was what you had available to learn so mm. it was like Charles Polican uh, Muscle Nerds uh, Clean Health you spit on a lot as well um, they were like the main three I'd go through and they cost, they cost an arm and leg, eh? Yeah. It's like so much money. But um, yeah, now pretty much all that stuff, you can just learn online. Yeah. If you really want to, you know, you can just type in on Google. Like, oh, we got it. Let's yeah, go. YouTube is oh, YouTube's yeah. a great source. You know what I mean? Like there's so many, obviously, if you just wanted to sort of keep that knowledge, sort of upskilling and all the rest yeah. of it, YouTube's great. But there's just so many accredited places now where you can upskill. Yeah. And just, yeah. And the greatest thing about upskilling is the more you upskill, the more the more you can obviously charge at the yeah. end of the day which is awesome so you yeah. know you can be the maker of your business however you want to but like we say knowledge is power and that's going to make you successful financially or you can kind of yeah sit, you know grind and grind and grind you know yeah it's completely up to the person yeah. it's interesting eh? because like i think about how much money i spent on courses uh which would be probably like uh, as in just extra courses on top of your pt mm. um it's probably over 60 between 60 to 70 thousand dollars you've spent yeah yeah for an upskilling and um you know i mean it all pays off eventually but the amount that i actually utilize from a lot of those courses would be like such a minute amount because a lot of it's for you know your national champion powerlifters or national champion bikini and bodybuilders like that's probably the only time i use that type of stuff like general pop it's just so basic yeah yeah i think that's what i learned coming back from it all that's just it's really the basics that win you know it's like i use the analogy of your dog's fat do you put it on all these juices and detoxes or you just take it for a walk and feed it less. <laughs> that is such a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, wow. that's pretty much like the most client that just comes in that's a bit fat. I'm like, well, stop eating shit. Let's go for a walk. <laughs> yeah, let's just get your yeah. steps up. Let's yeah, just like, let's hone in on your habits and let's, you know, you know get, get there a little earlier. Fucking get a drink a bit more water and then if you've got some time, time lift some weights too. Mm, I think, nice. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, and that's the issue is, yeah, there's so many ways that people can overcomplicate it. Oh, yeah. You that's just I mean? human brain, right? 100%. <laughs> overthink you go maybe yeah. this maybe like but when you kind of really narrow it down you go okay look, let's look at look at xyz nutrition your movement and your daily habits like yeah. let's let's work on each three areas and we'll bring it all together which will all just kind of complement each other and they go wow this is a lot easier than i thought and i said yeah, you're overcomplicating it yeah. you're creating way too many barriers and too many you know like little loops that you have to kind of jump through when realistically just start small and like it'll all just kind of come together and they're like yeah. what yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly man. Yeah, and that's why, that's why I think, like, again, go back to social media and uh, online, there's people promoting things that probably, you know, it's just, really, it's just a money-making thing. I'm like, take this supplement, I'll take this, uh, it's going to make you look like me. I'm like, 
yeah, but you've been training for 10 years, you know, like, can't really say it's fair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it like me going into, like, just being really strong, like, yeah, if you do this program, you'd be this strong in four weeks. Like, it doesn't work like that. That's also so, yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, have fun with injuries because it's yeah. Yeah, not going to happen that way. Yeah, Yeah, strength exactly. takes time. Yeah, yeah oh, it's crazy. The misconception and the message of like the, I suppose, and that's what it comes back to. Our job pretty much is being educators in a way, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, just yeah. educating our clients. 100%. And it's, yeah, like, because I've had, yeah, I've had so many things come at me before where it's like, oh, I've seen this happen, or, you know, can I lose the X amount in this amount of time? Do you remember and I'm when like, Game Changers came out? Sorry? Do you remember when Game Changers came yeah. out? Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, that's it, I'm vegan now. I'm like, all right, bro. All right. That's next actually. Week, Next yeah, you're keto. Back to keto. I think one of the big things that came out of the game changes was when all of a sudden everyone realised that Conor McGregor was a vegan, and then all of a sudden everyone was everyone become vegan. Yeah, yeah. Conor McGregor's behind it, so everyone's become a vegan. Yeah. Blew my mind that he was. I was like, wow, that's actually interesting, but I'm not giving up meat. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's just how it is. Um, but yeah, that was a deep, that was a big one. And what the health? Have you seen that one? No, that was was that about the milk or was it about sugar? That one, I can't remember. Oh, it's a little. I think it's a little bit of everything, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, I think. Um, What's the sugar one? That's, that was oh, an Australian right. doctor. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some interesting... Yeah, fuck, I'm sitting there eating a steak with lollies on top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a dream. I'm just living my life. Yeah, literally. <laughs> the best life. How good. Oh, no, it's just funny because you always get those clients uh, and, uh, man, some of them are still with me, but every time a new, you know, a new thing comes out, they're like, oh, I saw this on... And they say it and I just wait for them to think about it. They're like, I saw this on Netflix. It must be true, right? I'm like... Surely your parents or grandparents said to you, don't believe everything you see on TV. Yeah. Like, sometimes you pick up a book, you know, you might find some pretty valuable information. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah, that's exactly right. I, I would read any knowledge that I would coming out of a book or something yeah. that's 110% accredited. Like, like yourself. yeah, I very rarely <laughs> watch TV, watch the news, watch any of that sort of shit. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's just, you don't know at the end of the day whether it's just, like, it's like, you know, a payment for them at the end yeah, of the day or exactly. if it's actually legitimate. So there's yeah. only, yeah, like you said, there's only a few people that you'd be going through because you know that it's a valid source. Yeah. Um, you don't see any of the main sort of mentors on Netflix, really, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. say, you're Tony Robbins, you're Bob Proctor, and all the rest of yeah. all these people that are really <laughs> going to bloody teach you the right ways. Yeah. They're not on there, and that's for a reason. I oh, know, right? But that's, uh, that's a crazy world we live in, and particularly with personal training. It's, uh, and uh, that's another thing I was going to say, too. How tough is personal training when you first get into it? Really tough. Yeah. I'm not, you can't even sugarcoat it. Yeah, like, exactly. It's really hard. Like, I think there's this, yeah idea created that it's going to, you know, you're going to, it's, it's, I think it's, it really depends on where you step first, I guess, yes. in a sense. So it, what gym, what type of gym you step into, are you following something that you, is just going to get you a quick, um, you know, occupation or is it actually something you're passionate about? Yeah. It's tough. And that's what mm. people need to realize is that, you know, I always say to them, get yourself some sales experience under your sleeve for a start. That's, yeah. First be, thing, right? Yeah. Learn 100%. how to talk to people. Learn how to talk to people. Yeah. Be confident in yourself because you're not confident in what you're selling or selling yourself as a product or you you essentially are your own business. So you're selling yeah. yourself. If you're not confident in yourself, no one else is going to be confident in you. So you've mm. got to have that behind you, I guess, in a sense. But yeah, it's tough. And then there's the, yeah, the, the imposter syndrome of, you know, the next person that, you know, there's 20 other PTs that I could be up against, you know, if you're in a yeah. big box gym or anything like that and creates that sort of, you know, uncomfortability, I guess, yeah. in a sense. But yeah. you've got to be uncomfortable to get yourself to the next level. So yeah, it's a very tough time. Yeah. But you've got to push through it. I agree. Yeah. I think every time I, I change gyms twice while I was P-Train. So I was first at Shredded Strength Institute. Yep. Who used to be in Florida. They were in it. I remember when I was there, yeah. Yeah, so I was there. Um, there for the first year and a half by P-Team. And for the first six months, God, it was a slug, eh? It's <laughs> it was, hard. Yeah, it was hard. And that yeah. was... 
particularly hard because that's a privately owned gym so you don't get walk-in leads and you don't really get members just strolling on the floor it's like every member's with a coach sort of thing um but yeah you know learned a lot from that then i went to revo for my last three years yeah before i got my own gym but yeah and there and then again from there six months there i pretty much i think i lost about 80 percent of my clients in between the transition of a week I'm going from shredded to Revo. Jesus. Um, which meant, you know, the income was, you know, livable to now I can't afford food. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. So yeah, and then again, that was about six months of work, I think, just to build up. And I think they say that um, at most PT places that it's usually around that six month mark where people give up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's only 2% of a class will make it. Yeah. And yeah. if you just push past, I always found if you just push past that six month point in both those situations, it just went... <laughs> well it's like that classic saying, saying of like you're never going to fail if you don't quit yeah you know what I mean so you just got to push through and it's like if, if that's not working we'll find another way to make it work yeah exactly sort, sort you know sort, source those you know support networks that are going to help you figure out that little area if you don't know you know find out about it yeah. those people that just go throw their hands oh it's too fucking hard yeah and that's where it's kind of like well you have the ability but you just got to you know get a mentor in the beginning that's the biggest thing you know if yeah. you get that get support behind you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's it a is. tough time Sure, and that's uh, that's something that I probably uh, now now I own my own gym. Like, is that I've learned that the difference between having gym memberships and having uh, PT clients is you need your PT clients to be there yeah. to make money. Yeah, having a gym membership, you can't have memberships where people buy memberships and just don't use them, which baffles me. Because I'm like, you're spending money, but you're not. Yeah, doing no, I was like, that. I was really confusing. I'm mm. like, yeah, so it's a, it's a completely different side of the business. Yeah. So yeah, that's been interesting. So what what do you find works better for you in terms of like working out of your gym? Is like that? Is it that getting those clientele through, and then just basing that off them, or do you get more of a sort of influx with memberships? Um, yeah, uh, as in like you mean one on one clients? Mm. Um, yeah. So like personally, I don't do a lot of one on one anymore. It's just the gym membership, like manage the gym. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the gym memberships will always take the lead because like you know you can have. 300 gym members versus you know 50 clients yeah there you so go. there's a big difference in yeah. ways of um people and you know the thing with 50 clients you got to touch base with them every single week and touch base with them like you know training update all that with the gym members you can't just kind of make sure the gym doesn't burn down <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right <laughs> yeah, yeah that's it sure really it's an exit if it's a fire and yeah, that's about yeah, it that's yeah that's it make sure you got emergency procedures um so that's that's been a big thing it's like being able to work a lot less and um uh, and just have more time, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's been a big transition because you know, gun going gun ho on personal training, where for uh, for five or well, almost six years, I didn't. It was just me paying my own wage, and just being a sole trader right up until 2019, I think it was when I turned sole trader into a PT World PTLYD yep. um, company, which was LiveFit, which was the first born. Um, yeah, and it was just yeah, paying my own wage right up until that point, and then I was like. Oh, now I've got more time to go do other things. So yeah, yeah that was a that was a big transition. It's a great feeling, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I mean, when you're a high energy person, and then you got time, you're like, what do I do? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> yeah. my actual life. Take on more work because otherwise, I'm sitting there like I'm twiddling my fingers. And yeah, I'm like, what to do with my time? Um, so yeah. it's good. Yeah, and like you said, if you're not used to that when you leave a job, and I think that was a big thing transitioning from a you know a 50, 60 hour work week 
to them personal training, but you're still going to try to use those same hours, but in your own business. 100%. And stay disciplined in it. Yep. That's where I think a lot of people struggle. Yeah. And that's because yeah. they, they just think that because you've lost that kind of almost half of that time that you think that you're like, sweet, I've got all this luxury. Yeah, I'm do whatever I want. go do this. No, nah, nah. you've got to put those hours. And that's what I think when I left AIF, I think that's where I was kind of like, sweet, I've gone from 60 to, you know, whatever my business, whatever I need yeah. with my business. And I was like, not nah, change that. I was like, I'm going to put that 38 hours into my business now. And yeah, I'm working easily 38 hour weeks now for my business which is awesome yeah. Um, but yeah it's it would be so easy just to throw your hands up and go yeah I'm happy with what I'm doing right now and that's, this is enough for me but realistically you kind of want it to keep yeah, building exactly. you know to yeah. you get subcontractors onto you and get you know just yeah. keep it evolving that way I guess yeah exactly keep yeah. growing um, and uh, how are we going on time? It's probably about three minutes. So let's drop a bit about nutrition. Because uh, even though you're a nutrition coach, we haven't spoke much about nutrition. Yeah, that's, that's a big area, <laughs> We've been punching all business, which is good for the listeners out there, especially new PTs. But um, nutrition, where do you feel like some people's biggest uh, downfalls are with that? Oh, what, have, you got, have we got a couple of days? Because I've seen it for ages. Know, Nutrition's right. are, um, <laughs> this is exactly why I went into nutrition, is because I found that this was the biggest problematic area yeah. for most for for the majority of people, to be honest with you. You know, they say that with any sort of goals that you're wanting to achieve, 80% is nutrition, 20% is actually your training yeah. in the side yeah. of it. So, you know, if you, your nutrition doesn't complement your training, well then, like they say, you can't out-train a bad diet. So, yeah. I think that's... God, I've tried many times. Well, I have tried many times and I can tell <laughs> you how to hangovers, out-train. <laughs> it doesn't work. Um, yeah, it's... I think well, one of the biggest areas is um, changing, yeah, the stigmas and the misconceptions around food. It's mm. been, you know redirecting people's thoughts around good and good and bad foods, you know, making sure that, you know, they know what's the right amount of intake for them as a person specifically, you know, buying generic plans is not going to work because what works for the next, what person works for the person next to you is not going to work for you. Mm. Every person's body's different. How, you know, what resp- your body may respond to something completely different. You know, then there's this intolerant, like there's so much yeah, to know about it. Yeah. And I think that's where it was getting difficult was because, you know, when you don't, when you're not qualified in nutrition as PT, there's only so much information that you can give before it's 110% out of your scope. And yeah. then it, it's a tough, tough little navigation trying to get through. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I do, I actually do nutrition servicing for PTs. So yeah. PTs that don't have the nutrition qualifications, I work with them. So I do all of the personalized meal plans for their clients. So it just means that they can get their clients to the next level without being out of their scope yeah, and knowing exactly. that it's done Risky. 110% for yeah. them. Yeah. But it's, um, it's, yeah, it's a tough one. It's that, misconceptions around good and bad food it's about eating what you know what's the right amount of foods people that have stripped certain things out of their diet because they think that's going to help them lose weight yeah. and going no 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 you can't fuck with that shit like you yeah. like you know people should have stripped gluten and dairy purely for the fact of weight loss weight for loss, example yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. like well that's not the area it's a case of you're I simply mean, eating I'm too like, much food do you hate pasta that much yeah <laughs> and literally and you know like it's it's a tough one you know a lot of people do have to cut it out for certain health reasons and all the rest of it, but course, yeah. um, that's just going to create an intolerance in itself if you strip it for the pure fact of you know yeah. losing weight or all, all the rest of it. Mm. So just re-channeling people's minds to realise that it's not about what you eat, it's how much you eat. Yeah. That's number one. Yeah, that's it. Literally. Yeah. That's all don't it is. eat like a fat piece of shit. Yeah, just 80-20 every time. It's yeah. the biggest thing I preach, you know, 80% discipline, 20% fun, because at the end of the day, we're all human at the end, you know. Yeah. You can't be eating clean, when I say clean, you know, eating within your macro scope every single day and expect yeah. that you're not going to go insane because, yeah. you know, you're going to look at a block of chocolate and just going to go ravenous for it, yeah. you know what I mean? So I do that daily. Yeah, well, yeah, don't look at me. But, you know, um, but yeah, it's, it's a great, it's the, like I said, there's so much to learn. There's so yeah. many, there's so much you can learn with nutrition. And I think um, 
yeah, just kind of constantly upskilling with that area is definitely something I'm going to be doing because it's just so much fun. Like I'm doing, I think I'm doing my fourth diploma at the moment for yeah. it. Just and I'm constantly, there's just so much more that you need to know. Yeah, good. I yeah. love it. Yeah, no, I love that. Great area. Is that something you'd recommend for the new PTs listening that I'd definitely get is um, get a uh, certification or diploma in nutrition? Definitely. I mean, there is a big study behind it. Like, there were, like the diploma is about a 12-month course, I guess, in that sense. So it's yeah. whether people have the you know, the capability to take on that amount of study. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's why I've definitely introduced servicing because I was like, a lot of people just don't want to do that much study again, mm. especially if they've just stepped out as a personal trainer as well. Yeah. Like, I've just done however long to do my certs. Yeah. I don't really want to do another year. So I guess that's why I've kind of introduced that side, but would definitely recommend getting like a nutrition coach certification where you're not, you're or not qualified to do like personalized meal plans, I guess in that sense, but you have so much more capability to do like, you know, your motivational sort of um, coaching, I guess with your client, yeah. finding out what areas they're really, you know, struggling with and kind of giving them that coaching and that guidance with telling them what the right foods to eat. Can't obviously give certain amounts and that type of thing, but yeah, it just kind of gets them to the next level, which is good. Yeah. So Oh, That's I love definitely that. an achievable course. Um, anything else you want to drop on the podcast? Um, other, oh, I guess the main thing would be obviously just making sure that, you know, if it's for a new person tra- trainer, like I've probably said it five times now, but, you know, just seek support when you, ne- when you need it and Big don't time. be afraid to ask for help. Oh, that's um, huge, eh? Yeah, yeah find a good group of people. Help. You know, like even if it's a group of personal trainers coming together and they all just bounce ideas off each other, yeah. you, you know, what works for one might, what might not work for another, like I said, but yeah, just networking and just finding out what works for you, I guess, in the sense, find your niche and push through. Um, and I guess for just, you know, your general, your general population, don't be afraid of food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the yeah. main thing. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Eat yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And whereabouts would people find you for, uh, to reach out to you? That so Instagram, um, it's revolution health coaching. So revolution health coaching. Um, and same on Facebook as well. Yeah. Love yeah, it. Cool. Well, thank you very much for coming on. Well, thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it. Beautiful.